Oh, my ice is melted. Be better. Get more. You be better. Finish your glass of wine, I see. It's actually kind of pretty. Just keep drinking. You are the reason I drink. You're welcome. All right. Are you ready? All right. One glass of wine down. Let's hit Woo. it. For real. All right. Let's do this. So welcome back to Drunken Manifestos. This is episode seven, in case you're keeping track. So that's exciting. (laughs) Um, This is liquor is thicker than water. We'll Mm -hmm. explain that later on. But we just want to say welcome back. We missed you. We hope you missed us. So in case you forgot who we are, I'm A-Town. And I'm Tango Ray. Okay, so I'm drinking a Truly Lemonade. Because we just had my bachelorette party weekend, and it was very um, COVID safe. We basically did not leave an Airbnb, but a lot of people brought a lot of booze, Mm -hmm. and one of the big things I had leftovers were Trulies, and of course, I got to keep them all. So I'm drinking a Truly. What are you drinking? Uh, Box wine. Nice. Yes, very fancy. It's a box still, but yeah. So last episode was our very first episode with a guest. Shout out to Irish, my fiance, for coming on, being our first guest. It was definitely a learning curve. I want to thank literally anybody that listened to that last episode and made it through to the end because I know how the audio sounded. We both know how the audio (laughs) sounded, but we are new. As we've said before, we are not some big production. We're not getting paid to do this. Like our sound quality is not going to be the best. We hope that you guys are just bearing down with us through it. Um, We tried our best with what we had. We were recording in person. So that's, I think, why it sounded so echoey. But it was such a great episode and had such good stories. and, And we didn't want to make it disingenuous by re-recording or trying to retell stories and get like new reactions. So I don't think we could have done anything but edit as best as we could. I even tried messing with the sound on the editor app I have. You know, we tried and and we posted the episode as is just because the stories behind it are so pure. And it's it's one of my favorites still just because hearing Iris talk about meeting us is just a story we're going to be telling the rest of our lives. So that's still, I think, a fun thing to hear. So we left it up. So we just want to thank Irish for coming on here. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to try to find different ways when we have guests later on how to record and get that figured out. We were literally running from room to room in my house trying to find the best spots where the audio was going to be okay and how we could all be around one mic if we could use two mics. We are not that tech savvy, so we could only nope. figure out the one mic. And nope, nope, nope. <laughs> The results of that were what you guys heard, but thanks for sticking through it with us. We still think it's a really great story. Great episode, yeah. It's super fun. Yeah. All right, so what do we need to plug for our little podcast? Try to make this thing happen so we can get some better audio up in here. <laughs> yeah, um, that's really that's the goal, everybody. We 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 live to serve you, so we need followers and all that whatnot. Uh, let us get some better audio equipment. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram. Our handle is Drunken Manifestos. Um, so A-Town, what are we talking about today? Okay, so like we said, the title of our episode is Liquor is Thicker Than Water. So obviously, that's a little pun on blood is thicker than water, in case you've never heard the <laughs> phrase. And that phrase has to do with family. And this is an episode that's going to be airing right around Thanksgiving. The day after so, Thanksgiving. Oh, the day after Thanksgiving. So you're probably still with your family if you're listening to this the second it comes out Mm -hmm. and probably need some stories about 
other people's families to make you feel like yours is a little more normal and less dysfunctional and we're here to give that to you so mm. in honor of thanksgiving we are going to be telling drunk family stories what, what, what? <laughs> yeah so i know we have a couple good ones mine is very embarrassing <laughs> so we're going to go off of who went first in episode five and i went first in episode five so tang ray is going to get to start this one so tang ray yeah. What's your story, girl? Okay, so I have a fun story today, um, which features my brothers. Aww. Specifically one of them, the one you know. <laughs> I have two brothers. One is older than me. We're Irish twins, so he's 14 months older, so just barely. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is in the Army and, like, moved away. Funnily enough, A-Town's never even met him. No, I have not. Yeah. So I also have a younger brother. So my younger brother, A-Town, does know. Oh, yes, I do. What's up? She knows he's him. Listening. <laughs> I, I actually explicitly told him to listen. And he was like, really? Yeah. He was like, Tangeray, like, I'm kind of behind. I, I missed the last couple. And I was like, well, get on it because you need oh, to listen. He was I'm like, offended. Out, I know, well, he's like out in the field without like, you know, technology for the Okay. Army, slight, so. Slightly less offended. Slightly less, but still offended. <laughs> So my younger brother is four years younger than me. I feel like four years is that really gray middle ground of like, that is definitely, it's not that long for when you're adults to be like that age difference. Yeah. But growing up, it feels like you're in two totally different parts of your life and they just would not understand. Well, I mean, he was in middle school when I was in high school. So it felt very like, I'm grown. (laughs) Spoiler alert, alert, I wasn't. So I wasn't very close to my younger brother. There is a story to tell. When my younger brother decides to date us with his presence, he will be a guest star. Aton, I think you're going to enjoy this. Okay. I have dubbed him the <laughs> challenger. <laughs> yes. Oh. When he comes to guest star, you guys will get to hear the fun story of his challenging ways. Yeah, because he definitely, I already know where he gets that nickname from, and it's def, <laughs> it's not from this story, but it's from another story that I'm involved in, and, like, that is the perfect alter ego name for him. That's just, perfect. It's him. I thought you'd enjoy that. So, Oh, um, yeah. Perfect. So this is about the challenger. So um, I'm going to start with, in high school, I was quite, um, how you say, straight edge. I was very, like, uh, oh. Yeah, like, I didn't drink, I didn't go to parties, I didn't do drugs, I didn't, um... Straight edge! Yeah, I didn't do anything, it was straight edge. I don't know, that was just kind of my persona, I got straight A's, that was, that was how I was. Very boring. My younger brother was quite the opposite. Um, <laughs> he played football all the years and the years before, and, like... Oh, yeah! Yeah, he, like, went to parties. It was definitely one of those things where, like, I was so sheltered in high school that I was, like, when I became unsheltered, I became unsheltered. Like, I... Ran with the wind. The um, bird was let out of her cage. Yes, exactly. She's laughing. He was wondering, Tangeray has a tattoo <laughs> of a bird being let out of a cage um, on her body. Free birds. Um, <laughs> so when I went out and I partied, my family didn't quite understand, like, the extent of this. I'm pretty close with my family. Like, I'm super close to my mom. I talked to her about, like, everything. I would, like, call her and kind of tell her some of the stuff, but I wasn't, like, super clear on it. Like, I was just kind of like, oh, these things happened. And then one night, or one day, it was, like, the day after, I called my mom, and I was just, like, so upset. I was bawling my eyes out. Oh, God. Because I'd had, like, a one-night stand, and (laughs) 
like I was like a drunken one night stand and it was like the first was terrifying I didn't know what I was doing and I came back to my dorm room and sobbed about it so I called my mom and I was like mom I'm (laughs) a drunken slut oh my god that's what I told my mother and my mother bless her heart went back to my entire family and told my grandmother by the by that I was a drunken slut Oh, my God. And then it after that point, <laughs> everybody thought it was so funny that I called myself. Oh, that's, that's weird. Who, who would think that's funny? <laughs> like, for like at least a year or two, my entire family, my <laughs> father included, called me the drunken slut. They were like, oh, are you having drunken uh, slut day? And I'm like, you oh. suck. <laughs> so my family, like, didn't quite, after that point, didn't quite understand, like, where I was with my, like, I don't know, projectile of life. Um, they thought that I was just like going ham. Like they, oh. thought, they thought the drunken slut was like a normal thing. Oh. Like, that I was like, or like that was like who I was. Like I was like out oh. drinking and sleeping with people and going crazy. I mean, like to a point, you know, but like not all you the know? way, my friends. Oh, I know, girl. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so cut to the summer um, or like the, you know, like right after my freshman year of college. So I decided I needed to get away. Like I just needed to go. Oh my God. Um, so I went to New Hampshire to be a camp counselor the night before I went to the camp, the night before I had to go to the airport, my parents were out of town. So (laughs) my friends came over and it was just like us and my, my parents' house. And we decided like we were going to drink because they, none of them, like, left for college, and I was the only one to leave for college, and I definitely was like, guys, I'm wild and crazy. We need to drink. Oh, God. And we're like, okay. So we all start drinking, and then we're like, oh, we need more alcohol. I was like, I'm going to make us a jungle juice. Um, so I made jungle juice for us, and I was like, oh, I need more alcohol. So I looked in my parents' freezer where they had a bottle of Seagram's apple, green apple vodka, <laughs> and it had, I'm going to say, like, maybe a third left in the bottle and I was like oh. enough so I poured it into our jungle juice and then I was like okay well you know I don't want to get like caught stealing my parents alcohol I am still 19 and I refilled it with water and put it in the freezer um really what a rookie move a town uh you went to school for science what happens to uh alcohol when you freeze it? oh let me tell you when you freeze a liquid and that liquid is alcohol it does not fully freeze homie yeah. All right. Yeah, it just gets real fucking cold. That's it. But when you freeze fucking water, mm-hmm. guess what, guys? Mm-hmm. It freezes. Like ice. To a solid. Yep. <laughs> Basic chemistry. Basic chemistry that Tangeray did not know. Slash was too stupid to Google. So I, I didn't know that. So I filled it with water back to, like, the point where I drank it at. And, like, I didn't, like, mark it. I just was like, yeah, it looks right. And, like, put it back in the freezer. So I leave for camp. My friends drive me to the airport. All is well. I'm there for, like, a week, maybe two weeks. And I get a call from my mom. And she's like, hey, Sing Ray. Like, this is a weird thing. But, like, did you drink my vodka in my freezer? Oh, no. And she's like, there was green apple vodka. Did you drink it? And I was like, um, no. Like, why do you ask if I drink your vodka? Oh, and she was like, well, it's gone. It was in the freezer. Did you drink it? And I was like, this is my like award-winning response. I was like, oh, God. Um, if I wanted the alcohol, I have friends that are older. You know that I could have gotten the alcohol. I didn't need to steal yours. That is such a good <laughs> alibi, though. 
<laughs> yeah, because she immediately was like, okay, yeah, you're right. Like, okay, okay. Oh, my but God. She immediately was like, yep, that sounds right. And she was like, <laughs> Challenger must have done it. And I was like, mm, oh, must have been no. him. Oh, no. Might I bring you guys to some uh, dates now? My younger brother, the Challenger, was 14 years old. <gasps> the Challenger was going into his sophomore year of high school. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, oh, actually, I did 15. not know that. I counted wrong. He was 15. That's, okay, 15 is a little better, but like 14. Could you? 14. And my parents oh. were just like, yup, must have been him. Like, oh, shit, what were you doing when you were in middle school, child? <laughs> my parents no. never would have thought that about me. So she immediately was like, yeah, must have been him. And I was like, yup, mom, you can't trust him. Can't trust him. And she Ooh. was like, she's like, you're right. I was like, <gasps> so like, <sighs> as a quick little sidebar, my younger brother had like a small issue with like lying in the past like over very dumb things so like when he got in this trouble like it was really hard to believe him oh no because in the past when he had gotten in trouble he denied it tooth and nail oh it's like the boy that cried wolf it is so Uh, i comes to find out my little brother the challenger the boy that cried sober yes the boy that cried sober (laughs) his next (laughs) moniker apparently um he got grounded for the entire summer. <gasps> like, from everything. Like, he didn't see friends all summer because I oh my had God. a third of a bottle of vodka. Oh, my lied. God. Oh, my God. And he was, like, so salty because he swore up and down, like, tooth and nail. He was like, this was not me. Like, I didn't do it. And my parents, like, told him the reason that I gave them. Like, they were like, your sister doesn't need it. Like, she has people to buy her alcohol if she wants it. We know this. And I was sitting back there, like, cackling. I don't know. Like, being an asshole. And my younger brother was just, like, having his entire summer ripped away from him. But he lived, so it's fine. Oh, my God. So this isn't the end of the story, my friends. (laughs) This is, like, a setup, almost. So fast forward to Christmas Eve. No. This same year. Oh. Um, we're the same ages. Like, I'm 19. My younger brother is uh, 15, now that I can do math correctly. Okay. And um, my grandparents always have this Christmas Eve party where it's, like, um, family, friends, everybody comes over, everybody drinks, everybody eats. They have really good food. Yeah. Um, and their house is set up where, um, like, they have their kitchen area is completely open, and you can walk straight from the kitchen to the living room and then kind of, like, circle back. So you can make a full loop of the house or like the, I don't know, the shared space of the house really easily. Um, my parents, I, or my mom, I think it was just my mom. And I think my aunt may have like helped her. They were, I was like, can I just have a glass of wine? Like, I just want some wine guys. Like I know how to handle things like hashtag drunk and slut. Like I'm good. Oh my God. (laughs) They were like, okay. That's what you want to hear at Christmas. (laughs) And they were like, okay, but like one glass and like, that's it. And like, you can only have the rosé. And I was like, all right. <laughs> my arm. At this point I was drinking white Zin pretty much only. So like, yes, okay, that was mom. always our drink. When you're white. first drinking wine, <laughs> you go for the white Zin. It's sweet and fruity. <laughs> so I, I had a fun game of, I never went below a half a glass, but I drank the whole bottle of rosé. 
So every time I looped, oh. every time I looped the house, I would like refill my glass. So I never went underneath that like half glass mark. Oh. Because I continuously just refilled it and refilled it. So every time I ran into a family member and they're like, oh, you're still nursing that glass. And I'd be like, yeah, I just, it's so strong. That is brilliant. Thank you. I am you're welcome. the uh, liar of the year to this story. I guess. Yeah, this year you were. I was on fire. Of the year. So I just kept circling and kept drinking until the entire bottle was gone. So now I'm an entire bottle of rosé deep. Oh, no. At 19, it's a little strong. And I'm with my auntie, who's like my mom's like childhood best friend, like grown up to be like my second mom sort of thing. I'm in the the kitchen with my auntie. And I'm like, hey, guess who drank the whole bottle of rosé? And she, like, looks over at the bottle, and she's like, oh, my God, how did you do that? And I tell her my secret. I'm like, because I just – that one aunt particularly, like, I always tell her all my secrets. Like, oh. I spill it. Like, alcohol touches my tongue. I spill my secrets. That's so cute. She's my special aunt. Because you trust her. Duh. Uh, yeah. I, this story tell, gives me no reason to, but I do. So <laughs> – so I tell her about the wine, and she's like, you silly girl. Like, that's so fun, though. She's like, okay. Doing that noise, you know. And then I'm, like, sitting there giggling and telling her about things. And I'm like, Auntie, do you want to hear a funny story? And she's like, yeah, drunky. Tell me a funny story. <laughs> and I'm like, did you hear about the Challenger getting grounded this summer? And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, I heard about that. Like, I could not believe he did that. Like, that was so messed up. Oh. And I was like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I did it. Oh, it was me. And she was oh, like, no. and I just looked at her with this like he, 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 kind of a face, oh. and she was like, oh, Sango Ray. She was like, that wasn't you. And I was like, I did it. And I told her like the whole story. Like I would like literally like down to this story. Told her the whole thing. <laughs> and I was like, I did it. He, he, he. And she was like, Oh, you're funny. And then oh. she's like, go drink some more wine. She, like, pours my glass. And she's like, okay, bye. Oh. And then my mom comes in the kitchen while I'm, like, walking and talking to other people. And I look, like, behind me. And I see the two of them in conversation. Uh-huh. And my mom, like, looks over at me, like, sharply. And I was oh, like, oh, there it fuck. Is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in trouble. That's how so you know. <laughs> she calls me back to the kitchen. My mom is like, come oh, on. No. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> She's like, oh, did you drink fuck. that whole bottle of wine? And I was like, yeah. Oh, no. I like, at this point, I'm like getting hit straight in the giggle dick. Like, I'm just giggling my ass off. Uh, I would be more scared about the secret coming out, though. Like, just the, did you drink the wine? Like, I think, yeah. I, <laughs> I, think I must have just been like playing it off. Like, <laughs> I'm oh, fine. God. Everything's oh, fine. God. So she's like, your auntie just told me what happened over the summer. <gasps> and I was like, <laughs> done caught oh no <laughs> oh my god like, she was like i cannot believe you did <sighs> that to the challenger and she's like <sighs> she like calls him in the kitchen and i'm like oh, oh no, no. <laughs> like we're it's a tiny ass kitchen and the four of us are like the only ones in it and my younger brother comes in and i'm like hey <laughs> oh my god oh my god what's up baby bro <laughs> i feel like i would you? just like run down the street like wildly with no shoes on like Hair in a bun, like just oh God. take off just down the ship. street. Just abandon run. ship. Abandon ship. <laughs> That's my mo. I would just run away, oh <laughs> run and run and run until everyone got so worried that they were relieved to see me and not pissed. 
Well, I still, I told you, I had like, I was hit right in the giggle dick. So I was still giggling. Oh no. And they tell him what happened. And he was like, oh. I told you guys. And like flips out. And he's like, <laughs> how could you? And what like, a betrayal. Oh, completely. And I just was like, <laughs> it was really funny though. <laughs> I was like, hearing about you getting in trouble was hilarious. And I just like died laughing. And then it like became one of those moments where like the laughter was contagious. Oh. And like my auntie started laughing. And then my mom started laughing. I don't think my little brother laughed. He was like, my whole summer. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't laugh either. It was my whole summer. And I was like, you played football. You were fine. Oh my God. He was like, God. you have more summers. And he was just, like, so hurt and so wrecked by my mean-spirited lie. But really, I was just like, I wanted to drink, and I did. So you lived. So, like, did you get in trouble by your mom? Nope. I mean, there was, like, nothing to do at that point. I didn't live at home. Like, I lived in, in, our, yeah. city, in our beach beach city. So, like, like, everybody just, like, chalked it up to, like, a funny thing that happened in our family. Like, no, I don't, I never got in trouble. We just laughed. So my younger brother, like, he just kind of got the, the short end of the stick there. Like, when everybody, everybody in my entire family was like, mm, sorry about oh your summer, kid. And he was like, yeah, it's Shit. gone. And everybody was like, mm, well, don't do it again. Like, oh my everybody's God. response was like, don't steal alcohol then. Learn okay. a lesson. I have, I have to know now. Mm-hmm. What does the challenger, like, how does he feel about this now? Like, years removed, like, almost 10 years removed. How does, is he still bitter? Is he pissed? Is he, like, he gets it? What does he feel? I have to know. So I actually recently retold this story. I don't remember why, but I think we may have been, like, meeting somebody, and I, like, recently retold this story. And he's still so salty. What do you say? So every time I say, you know, one time I got the challenger grounded for the whole summer, his immediate response is like, yeah, you <laughs> dick. Like he like speaks <laughs> through his teeth all of a sudden. Oh, uh, yeah. I and did I, too. Oh. And I'm just like, you're fine. You lived. And I like keep going. Like, and my entire family does it too. Like my entire family laughs at this moment. Like, oh. you know what? I feel like it's just like uh, the same look with the drunken slut. Like my family like has yeah. like- when, when something is just, like, outright funny, like, it's just outright funny, and, like, it doesn't matter if somebody <laughs> got hurt during it, or if oh my god, bad, it's just <laughs> funny. We're just oh, gonna geez. move the fuck on, like. That makes sense. My younger brother and I are, like, best friends at this point, um, so Aww. we're super close, and honestly, that was kind of, like, the moment, like, one of those the moment, but that was, like, the year that we started getting closer. Yeah, the um, Challenger story was, I think, that year. The next year. It was the next year. It was, like, a yeah. year and a half later. But, um, yeah. I mean, like, we, like, really became friends around that time. So Aww. I don't know if it, like, strengthened it. But Probably it not. It well, it didn't, it didn't <laughs> hurt it, honestly. Like, it's now, like, become a funny joke with my family. And, like, we all just cool. laugh at him. So that's that's my story about how liquor is thicker than water. Oh. Um, the Challenger, if you're listening. Oh. Love you. Love you, kiddo. Aww. Sorry for blaming it on you, but also not sorry because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> You're supposed to laugh, not gasp. <laughs> well, that was a little bit gasp-worthy, okay? Damn, like, so. sorry, I'm not sorry, actually. Like, oh, nicer? <laughs> I mean, it is, it's already said, whatever. My younger brother and I had this thing about going, you're welcome, from that girl <laughs> from Awkward. Mm. Oh, Yeah. 
All right, let me try again. The challenger from 10 years ago. I just want to say something. You're welcome. That is such a punchable noise. Like, have you ever heard a punchable noise? If not, it's this one. Well, it just happened. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good or funny. He laughs at the story. Like, he'll laugh and then he'll, like, (laughs) <laughs> like he'll, he'll and then he between, remembers <laughs> go between like, <laughs> like just switch back and forth it's quite a hilarious experience all right well that's my story anytime you ready to tell me yours girl sure okay so i'm gonna start my story by saying that this is 100 percent a story where i am the drunk asshole like oh hands down <laughs> I'm the one at blame for this story. This is a super embarrassing story. Probably my most mortifying memory to look back on in life. Like, you know that one memory that keeps you up at night, like three in the morning, you can't sleep and it pops in your mind. Now you're like, well, now I'm not sleeping for another hour. That is this story (laughs) for me. Like, it is so cringy and awful and such a like, I was a drunken fucking idiot. Like, I cannot underemphasize that enough. (laughs) And it kind of caused like awkward problems in like my extent I don't even know how to say extended family blended family mm. so I'm just telling the story in hopes that if you just had this awkward fucking moment with your family or there's tension in your family like you're not the only one sister like I'm right there with you and I'll make you feel less awkward while exposing my damn self this oh my is god an awkward fucking story okay let me also give a background that my parents are divorced so my dad and mom have both remarried at this point And I was probably about, I think I was 20 here. I was underage, but like just barely. And um, my dad had remarried my stepmom. So my stepmom had five kids from two previous marriages before she met my dad. She had first two girls and they were a lot older than the rest of us. Um, I think the oldest girl is about She's a lot older than me. I don't know how old, honestly. And then the second girl is like four to five, maybe more years older than me. So at the time of this story, she was definitely 21. Like she was Mm. older, probably like 23 or 24 and I'm 20. And then her next kid was her son who was a year younger than me. So I think that's the biggest age gap between all of her kids, Mm. but that was between the two marriages. And then the next kid after that is, um, I think just two years younger than him. Mm. And then the next son is, I think a couple years younger than the youngest daughter. So there's three girls, two boys. Mm -hmm. My dad and my stepmom used to throw ragers. They're the Mexican side of my family. If you've ever been to a Mexican party, they fucking know how to do it. There is no comparison. (laughs) We can go all day arguing (laughs) about this. Like literally my dad knows how to fucking throw a party. And then when we met my stepmom, it was like, the combining of two families that know how to fucking party. Like, in case you didn't notice, no one just becomes the speaker of a podcast about drinking if they don't have, like, you know, some shit to back it up. Oh, yeah. Your dad is, like, amazing. I love your dad. He's the best human. Yeah. So we went through this time period where my dad had, like, this place he could rent out. My dad has his hand in a lot of random pots, and somehow he had a connection at this it was kind of like a campground. I don't even, that's not the right way to say it. So there were like all of these spots where you, you could hook up RVs and there were even like mm-hmm. a few cabins. So it sounds like a campground, but it was not in the middle of a forest. It basically surrounded like a conference room. Oh. So like you could host events there and then that's people fun. could like bring their RVs 
or stay in those cabins and just like stay there honestly to this day I don't even know what the space was used for other than like these insane parties because it was like middle of nowhere you could be as loud as you fucking wanted so that's where they always hosted their big parties had this huge Mm. conference room that you could just it was empty so you could set up your dj you could set up your bar bring in all your own food bring in all your all your own tables and my dad and my stepmom would just throw these fucking ragers they would literally bring just buckets of alcohol we'd serve it ourselves we'd have their own dj their own lights like it was insane and it had its own bathroom its own kitchen connected to it so it was like full service you're ready to go mm. so this particular story was the youngest daughter so my youngest stepsister her quinceanera so we get there. I'm there with my two sisters and my, I think, two brother-in-laws. And we were staying in an RV that was right outside of the little conference room. I noticed when the alcohol starts getting poured that it's the oldest son, mm-hmm. the, the oldest, my oldest stepbrother. Yeah. He's the one that's at the bar. He's one of the two God. people that are at the bar serving drinks. Like they're so, and he's a year younger than me. So yeah. He's 19. <laughs> So he has no idea what the fuck he's doing too. My dad got with my stepmom and we were, all of us kids were adults. Basically like my stepmom's two youngest kids were the only ones still in high school and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. and this was pretty recently around when they got together. So we didn't know each other super well. Um, But I knew that, I knew probably my oldest stepbrother the most at this point. So when I saw him at the bar, I was like, hey, like hook (laughs) hook a sister up, literally. Like you got me, right? And he was hella down and he would pour my drinks and. I'm sure he had no idea what the fuck he was doing. I'm sure they were super fucking strong. (laughs) And I was throwing them back. And I would like any moment I could get to the bar because there was a huge line. Like this was uh, probably like at least 150 people. I would guess at least. Oh my God. Maybe that's a little. That might be a little ridiculous. There was probably like a solid 75 to 100 people. Oh my God. Still a lot. And so the bar was always so packed. And I would literally be able to just come up behind the bar because. I used to that asshole thing of like, oh, you know, the person who put this party on, like, I'm their daughter. Like, I get to go to the front of the bar line. Like, don't test me. My dad paid for this alcohol. Like, (laughs) Like, I was being annoying. So, I'd be there too. Yeah. And this is like the peak of my drinking in college. So, like, Mm -hmm. I was super excited to have access to an open fucking bar at 20. Like, so I would run straight up to the bar. I wouldn't wait in line and I would make my um, stepmom's son be like hey hurry up and give me just like a vodka seven easy just hand slide it to me on the side so that's what I was doing all fucking night so and I remember I was also at the peak of losing weight Mm. and I can say it now I didn't do it in the healthiest way so I was hardly fucking eating so I'm not only binge drinking like a psychopath because I don't have access to free fucking (laughs) alcohol but I'm also on like the like I think I probably had like a chicken like half a chicken breast and like maybe a little bit of salad like I was that level of ridiculously Mm. unhealthy and then I drank like a a sailor on leave that was oh my God. so I was wasted this was like one of the first times I think I ever blacked out in public like was oh, this love night love to like hear I would specifically realize when I was like going in and out of like not remembering what the fuck just happened like oh it was really trippy that's only happened to me maybe like once or twice and this was one of those times so I then go to the bathroom it was connected right there to the conference room it was like a good like seven stall bathroom like it was a decent sized bathroom I remember I was so drunk I was at point where I'm sitting on the fucking toilet which is so gross I don't even like sitting on public bathroom toilets and I'm just sitting there and I'm like closing my eyes like I wasn't gonna throw up or anything but I was like jamming the music in my zone like eyes closed to do on the toilet 
And now I'm going to tell a little bit of a side story. So this is the same period in time where me and Tangray are already living together. Yeah. We moved into that off-campus, campus housing. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the one where we lived with the older woman, but it was after we had moved across the street from that first housing unit. So this yeah. is the second place me and Tangray lived together. Mm-hmm. We lived on the second story. The people below us were insanely, insanely fucking loud they all were the really time. really annoying too. Like they were just and- like annoying humans. Yeah. And I also lived in the living room. So (laughs) my walls did not have very good insulation. My windows were right above their backyard. So I heard everything. So when it got late enough and I'm not being a dick, like when it was like three in the morning, (laughs) I would finally open my window. And this was like a common occurrence. I started doing it all the fucking time because they would listen when I did this. I would open my window and I would yell, shut the fuck up. And then I'd slam (laughs) my window so they could hear how angry I was. I'm like, that's what I did every time I heard noise outside my window. I would open my window, scream that, and slam my window shut. Love it. So I'm believing that the reason why that happened so often is what happened next in the bathroom at the quinceanera. So I remember this, at least. People, like a stall or two stalls down, it's two girls that are in there together. And they're like talking, 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 talking. And I'm in the drunk, like, I just need to sit here and close my eyes mode. And I feel like I'm being annoyed. So I'm just. Oh, no. I, while my eyes are closed, I'm literally, my drunk mind is picturing me sitting back in my room in my bed. Because the window I used to open, scream, and slam shut was right above my bed. That's another reason I used to get so fucking irritated. (laughs) So in my mind, when my eyes are closed, I'm in my bed, in my fucking apartment listening to my neighbors fucking screeching so I just remember I shout in the bathroom shut the fuck up (laughs) and all of my wine (laughs) in my eyes I still remember this my eyes are still closed oh no and I just hear from the people in that stall who the fuck is this oh aggressive snapped me out of my like eyes closed drunk so I remember I opened my eyes and I had blacked out now from the moment that just happened. So I, in this moment, like, it was weird looking back on it. I started remembering everything, but I also could remember what I thought in that moment. Weird, yeah. So I remember, yeah, it's really, this has only happened to me. <laughs> it's very, like. One, or maybe one other time, but, like, this was one of the ones I really remember. Yeah. So I remember sitting in the bathroom. Now my eyes snapped open. I don't remember me just screaming, shut the fuck up. I just remember now someone screaming, who the fuck are you? <laughs> so I remember I turned to the stall, and I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, what? why are you asking me who I am while I'm in the bathroom? Like, that's weird. So I am totally unaware of what just happened. So I re- remarked back super snarkily, who the fuck are you? And the girl goes, it's, and then she says her name, which is, I realize as she says her name, it's my stepmom's second oldest daughter. Oh, no. <laughs> I will never forget how she said her name in that (laughs) moment. And I remember I just was like, that's my stepmom's daughter when she said her name. Yeah. And then black out again. Oh, my God. That's all I remember. Just popped right back out? Yeah. And the next thing I remember, (laughs) I'm at the sinks washing my hands. Like, la, la, la. I don't remember anything that happened now at this point. I remember I'm drying off my hands and I look over. And my sister, my biological sisters were both there. I have two older sisters. My oldest sister was standing in the doorway. And I remember as I'm drying on my hands, I look over at her and she's staring at me with her mouth like open. Oh my God. 
And I remember I looked back at her. I was just on a rampage. And I looked back at her and I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, do you know what you just did? And I was like, no. Like, what are you talking about? Because I literally, nothing from before was in my memory anymore. Was she just standing there the whole time? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, sorry, sorry. No, so so I walk over to her and I'm like, well, no, what did I do? And she's like, you just screamed, shut the fuck up. Oh. Stepmom's daughter. And like I said, we don't know them very well. And I'm oh, like, no. I did? <laughs> she's like, yeah. And I go, how did you know to stand here listening? And she goes, we walked in together and I said I would wait for you. Oh, my God. Remember how I was like, all of a sudden I was in the bathroom. No, apparently I forced my sister to go with me. And I was like, wait here for me. I'll be right back. And they then go sit on the toilet and shut my eyes. Get in a screaming match with my stepmom's daughter. Get out of the bathroom like a fresh little dandelion and wipe my hands. And she's like, do you know what you just did? I'm like, what did I do? And also, why the fuck are you here? Like, I was just on another planet. So once she told me what I did, I don't remember if I remembered a little bit of it in that moment or not, that it's still very blurry. <laughs> so I just remember that I went out to the dance floor, all the lights are going, it's pitch black. It's just like DJ lights. The DJ is like bumming their music. And I just remember I ran to my stepmom and I'm like, oh my God, I oh, think no. I just messed up. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I just like cussed out your daughter in the bathroom. And like, I did not mean to. Oh, and bless your heart. my stepmom starts hysterically because I'm pretty sure she was drunk, <laughs> hysterically <laughs> laughing at me. Like not in a mean way. Like, like thinks it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. I do too. Well, I'm so. like panicking and she's like, it's fine. It's fine. Like we're all family. And I'm like, I don't think she thinks we're all family oh right now. Like, <laughs> this is not a good thing. And so she's calming me down. She's like, it's totally fine. I think it's hilarious. I don't even know. I guess, I don't, I don't know what happened after that, honestly. I probably, maybe someone took me to bed. I don't know how the night even ended. Somebody said you're um, done. Hopefully someone took me to bed. <laughs> but luckily I didn't get in, into any, like, fight that night. Because <laughs> that, I'm sure, would have happened. So, <laughs> anyway. So I wake up the next morning, everyone is like, my whole family is just living for me being that blackout drunk and making an idiot of myself. They're all talking about the next day. They say that my stepmom's daughter is super pissed at me still the whole next day. Like she was so mad and I felt awful. And I'm like, I don't even know how to explain why I said that. Like, how do I even explain? Oh, it's this thing I do when I'm back at school. And while I had my eyes shut, I thought I was there. Like, there was just no good way to say what the fuck had just happened. Yeah. And, like, to even justify what I did because it was seriously just a drunk dickhole thing to fucking do. And, like, yeah. I didn't even realize what I was doing in the moment. And, like, how do you even apologize for that without sounding like you're fucking lying also, like, trying to fucking cover your ass? So I bounced the fuck out of town because, like I said, <laughs> Bye. I went away to college. This is why I'm in college still. So I leave. I go back to my um college town my house with Tangare. I'm ready and I remember I told Tangare what happened I was so stressed the fuck out we never talked we weren't ever close before this so literally to make things not awkward the next time I saw her I composed a super long Novel. apologetic trying to explain where I was coming from um Facebook message oh, because like what? I said we didn't know each other well I didn't even have her number I no. had no way to contact her. I didn't want to, I kind of find it weird when people get my number from other people and like, yeah. don't ask like if it's okay. So like, 
I didn't want to just get her number from my dad or my stepmom. So I was like, Facebook is kind of an easy way to like, just find someone. So I wrote her this big long thing on Facebook. I never heard back from that message to this day. That was eight years oh ago. I have God. never heard back. We have never talked about it. Like we're not like, we don't get together with them for holidays or anything so it's not super awkward but like yeah she definitely did not give a shit like my reasoning which I understand like someone being that much of a jackass to you like I I probably wouldn't have I don't know I don't know what I would have done if I was in her situation but um that's literally my story there is no happy ending like this story was literally just a, if you're out there feeling awkward with your family your blended family or extended family um mm-hmm. girl you are not alone I mean, like, I feel like that's not even that bad. Like, as far as, like, drunken family stories can go, like, being a jackhole, like, one time with one well, it's just, like, like, very embarrassing. Yeah. Because it it's, like, me. Like, if it was someone else, Ooh. I probably would laugh at it like my family does to me now. Yeah. But, like, I mean, because it's me, I just, every time I think about it, hear about it, talk about it, I want to crawl in a hole. I like, feel like such a dick. It was so not okay. Yeah. If you do that, the only thing you can do is apologize and yeah. don't do it again, which I can check both of those boxes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I but mean, anyway, I definitely... hope that made you feel better. Like we said, we're not totally glamorizing drinking with this podcast. Like, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You're going to uh, hear it all. Yeah. That's I definitely point. had to own up to my shit. Like, you know, yeah. everyone has their bad drinking nights. And, like, I don't fault anyone for that. I always try to give mm-hmm. people the benefit of the doubt if I'm around them and they have a bad drinking night. And, like, right. it's a one-off especially. Like, if it happens all the time, it's kind of like, all right, man. Like, get your shit together. Like, <laughs> hey, learn your tolerance. If it's a one-off, I think you do need to give people a little bit of grace and, like, yeah. realize, like, every, everyone's had those nights. Like, I try to be forgiving now, especially just because I've ha- I mm. have now my own story of being like that. So if I ever have someone that, is like that around me I try to give them a little bit of grace with that because like it sucks when you're in the moment and like it happens to you and you're like I fucking really didn't even mean to do that and I don't even know where that came from like fuck and as long as it doesn't happen again then like we're you know we Gucci I think it's important to you to show like we're not here trying to glamorize like get drunk every fucking weekend like no. if that's what <laughs> this podcast is like that's not what it is we're literally telling our stories about drinking, but the underlying thing is about friendship and your relationships that you have and Mm -hmm. the good times that you have. And we're just centering them around the theme of drinking because we have a lot of stories about that. And we know a lot of people resonate with that. And that's the only reason why we're doing that. But drinking is a responsibility. I don't want to act like we're ever acting flippantly about, you know, the weight that alcohol can have on someone's life. And I really enjoy that we're doing not only just like the super fun, like, crazy nights that happen while drinking and we don't show the flip side of that of like the oh shit went down like I revealed something I didn't want to reveal while I was drinking I went too far while I was drinking I said some stupid shit while I was drinking like it fucking happens and that's as much of our drinking stories as it is the happy memories too so I feel like we should show that it is a balance it is a fine line to walk like everyone says it is a responsibility to drink and you have to know that this comes with it too don't go into drinking blindly like I will never say that to anybody (laughs) know what could fucking happen the stupid shit you can do the embarrassing moments you can get into like I said the story of mine is a story I still cringe about eight years later so just think about that when you're drinking like we're never here trying to glamorize like being a drunken idiot or anything but you know we want to tell our friendship stories that have to do with drinking because we can't handle our drinking like because we went through times where we realized okay you know what that was too much and you have to fucking calibrate and that's how you learn and I'm glad we did an episode that wasn't full on like yes drinking good stuff happens no matter what because it doesn't know we're never here to spread lies to you guys about drinking (laughs) 
come come to our corner and we will tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly and laugh about it and move on with our lives because that's what you do. I just want to tell everybody about my whole life and I think that's where I get I get fucked up because I want to tell my auntie like, here I have a funny story. Don't you want to hear? And she was like, I'm gonna tell the whole world. And I I mean fair. Fair. Well, you know what I was thinking though, as you were telling your story, you know who your auntie was before she was your auntie? Hmm. Your mom's best friend. That's where the loyalty lies. Oh, 100%. Bitch, wait 20 minutes. That's the name of the game. But yeah, so now that we explained why it was good to tell these stories and kind of wrap them up in that little bow, do you want to go ahead and give us our little drunken manifesto for this episode? You betcha, bitch. Oh, okay. Go, bitch. I had a whole glass of wine, so sorry. It's a little slurry at the end there. You betcha. Oh, a glass of wine? I have a Oh, God, I'm on like my fifth truly. I lied. I've had like a couple. I, I don't have a, I call them bitch glasses. I don't have bitch glasses. I have classy or classy glasses. Like I pour glasses that are like half a bottle, but. Yeah, my wine glass is had, out of fits a whole truly. I've had three of these, so. Oh, okay, yes, anyway. bitch. All right, we went on a tangent. All right, so our drunken manifesto for this evening after, you know, thinking and talking and going over stories is always complain about drunken asshole behavior with your family. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, for specifically sure. Specifically drunken asshole behavior. Uh, yes. You got to complain about it. You got to Yeah, don't try to hide sleep. it. Yeah, don't try to hide it. It just makes it worse. Uh, it's the only way you could deal with it. Own um, your shit. <laughs> I would like to dedicate this episode to the challenger and say I'm fucking sorry. Yeah. You should. Uh, it's been nine years later, and I'm still sorry. Um, I don't regret a thing, but I'm sorry. <laughs> what kind of apology? That was bullshit. Well. <laughs> no, give a real apology. The challenger, I'm sorry that you got grounded for that summer for my bullshit actions. <laughs> I was having fun. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. You were almost there. Okay. 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 No time to <laughs> It's so hard for you, and I don't know why. This is my Fucking little brother. Do it. Do it. You don't have a little sibling. You Fucking have to have like. Do it. I'll BVE it up. BVE The challenger. Fear <laughs> the challenger. I'm sorry that you got in trouble. Like, that really was a dick move. Like, my bad, my bro. Yes. I, I do feel bad about it. It was very yes. funny, and it's even funnier in the retrospect, but I still feel <sighs> bad that you lost your summer. Yes. I wanted to be buzzed. Not mm-hmm. even drunk. Just buzzed. Yeah. Like, like good. Leave, it, leave it at that. Don't continue talking. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. We're having a whole leave it at that. Perfect. All right. No Love sorry, it. not sorry. It's, all right, A Town, you want to hit those socials? <laughs> okay. So in case you haven't realized, we're on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so follow us. Drunken Manifestos. The same name as our podcast. So you'll find our drinking game. I think that's our best thing fucking ever. I've said it a thousand yes. times. Play it. You will get drunk. I promise yes. you. I literally make every single drinking game and I count every time that a drink would happen. And I guarantee there is many drinks to be had in every single episode if you follow the rules. Yeah. So if you want a little power hour, go to our Instagram, find that drinking game. You will not regret it. I promise. Unless you have an embarrassing story resulting from that drinking game in which we are not liable if that happens. Uh, allegedly. 
allegedly i do not recall but yeah find us on instagram you already know your best way to listen to us um keep listening to us we did mention before that we want to kind of do maybe a little listeners episode listeners drunk story i think that is such a fun idea kangaroo agrees so go find us on instagram dm us um your best drunk story or the drunk story that you want people to hear about um think of an anonymous drunk alter ego name Mm -hmm. because Let's not get that liability out there, guys. Nope, nope, nope. Slide in our DMs, but secret. Yeah, slide in our DMs. We'll keep you anonymous. Um, and we really want to do an episode that's of like listeners' stories. I think that would be really fun. Um, plus we get to see who's listening to us and who wants yeah. to share their stories. Who's just like us? What are your stories like? Let's hear them. All right. So next episode, drum roll. make a drum roll a little sad part my my bad guys i will get a drum roll machine just for you um so our next week's episode in title and theme is drunk and disorderly we will be discussing uh you know expressing stories in which we were drunk in public and uh (sighs) semicolon disorderly yes i have oh I have my favorite fucking story of Tangray and Irish no. when they were both drunk in public and I was fucking stone cold sober and uh, it's awful and amazing and I love telling it. So everyone come listen next week. You guys, she's been salty about this for quite a while. Listen to her. I'm still salty because story. they said they would make it up to me and they never did. So I'm still waiting, but that's okay. I'll explain mm-hmm. how next episode. You'll live. You'll live. You lived. So you'll live. You lived. I'm shocked. Well. After that day. Yeah. Yes, yes. All right. Episode seven in the books. Woohoo. All right. Bye. Little by little, piece by piece, I take back what's been stolen from me. Little by little, piece by piece, until I'm complete.